Oh, hey. Hey. Good it, to see you, Megan. Yeah, nice to see you, too. Would you like to do another episode? Of Grift Horse. Absolutely. Why not? <laughs> oh, it's already exciting, yeah. Yeah, it is. Hey, you were telling me, in fact, I made you stop telling me because I want to hear it on the show. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What story was that? Well, big day. I can't tell if it was a uh, highlight or low light of my life in grifting. Yesterday, I returned a dying fern to Costco for $27 cash <laughs> out the door. It already sounds like masterclass to me. It is. I mean, it's next level. You gotta, you gotta leave your pride at the door. Yeah. But actually, you, well, you're leaving your pride, but you're also leaving with twenty-seven dollars cash. I don't really exploit Costco's outrageously liberal return policy because I respect them as a business so mm-hmm. much. Great mm-hmm. business. They treat their employees very ethically. Razor thin profit margin. No complaints at all with Costco. Love it to death. However, <laughs> if you are ever displeased with anything you purchase at Costco. And I mean anything, including the membership itself. Wait, how do you return that but still be in Costco? Well, I mean, they'll probably escort you out after you do it. But you can, theoretically, at any point in the year, let's say it's the day before you're supposed to re-up. Yeah. You could say, you know what? I don't feel completely satisfied with this $50 gold membership. They will give you your $50 back. Oh, and so you got all the benefits for free. Yeah. And also, I mean, if you buy like something like a vacuum cleaner... Yeah. And let's say about eight years down the road, that stops working. Guess what? Just take it back to Costco. Why give you your money back. Why are they so liberal over there with that? I think they're just good, decent people, Howard. Really? Trusting. But I mean, they're still able to turn a profit, right? Well, yeah. I mean, have you been in Costco lately? It's butts to nuts in there. People have, love it. I have not been. In, I've, actually, I've only been to one once in my life. Really? Yeah. I've That's never- shocking. I'm there constantly. Well, you know what? You've got access in this part of town. Like in Hollywood, it's so hard to escape Hollywood. Sure. That it's just like anything outside of Hollywood. It's just out of my mind that I'm not going to be like a regular visitor to that place. So you're saying I have East Sider privileges. Yeah, you do. I mean, you could even get to the beach faster over here just because you've access to the tent. Yeah, that's true. But don't want to do it. Not worth it. Well, I mean, you're talking to someone who loves some. I'm, I'm not sure I can <laughs> sit here and listen right, to this. Right, right, right. I mean, it's fire and ice, you, me and you. You know what I mean? That's true. I That's guess right. you would be the fire because you like the heat, and I would be ice because I'm dead inside. Can it, I ask you how it came in? Did you buy it at Costco? Oh, of course I bought it at Costco. And how long yeah. did you own it for? Um, About six months. <laughs> <laughs> well, it took that long for it to die. You know, were you, and it's not like I didn't try valiantly to keep it alive. Was it the plan all along, though, when it dies, I return it? It wasn't the plan. I mean, the plan, of course, was to take this fiddly fig. Normally, speaking of deals, you go to like, uh, you know, a fucking uh, what do you call it? Uh, OK, you can cut all this out. <laughs> <laughs> you go to like a horticulturalist or whatever, the, you know, like a plant store. Right. In Silver Lake, for example. Yeah. They're asking a hundo for these boys. Wow. Yeah. Then I saw this one at Costco, 25, wham, bam, thank you, ma'am, don't mind if I do. Right. Got it, took it home. Turns out sometimes plants like that from big box stores can develop a virus of some sort. Oh, And I think mine had it, 
Oh, okay. Started dropping leaves like crazy. I tried. Right. I got, so you, so I got the pellets. Of, I tried to save it. sold you a defective plant in a sense. I mean, yeah, because if you think about it, maybe, you know, maybe I'm 100% in the right here. Right. But regardless, I was still able, regardless of if I'm right or wrong, I still walked out of the door with $27. Which once I Once all of the leaves had fallen off. And you might pour that back into the Costco economy. We don't know. I mean, I walked out buying $27 worth of stuff with EBT. Okay. So in a way, the government gave them... $27. Is any of that stuff going to actually is all that stuff going back to <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm sad I'm satisfied thus far, you know. I got some kombucha. I wonder, some I mean, pepper. Nobody like, you know, it's funny because you don't think of plants as being returnable, mm-hmm. but it's like no one's going to get that attached to a plant that like they'd have to keep. Nobody gets taxidermy like I love that plant. Let me yeah. You know? Exactly. Especially when all the goddamn leaves have fallen off. See, what am I going to do with this thing? That's why you're an innovator. I don't think people think of like living things as returnable. No. Well, if, well, but people don't think of most things as returnable. I've actually, you think I'm a master level. I've seen someone return half of a watermelon to Costco uh, oh, before. Oh, oh, come on. I swear to God. I tell people this and they won't believe me, but Was my it, eyes saw it. Half it, half a watermelon. Saying we ate it, it tasted bad. We yeah. don't want the other half. Yep. See, Half that, a watermelon. To me, to me, that's got to be more work than, you know what I mean? Uh, definitely. Well, you mean the amount of gas and time invested in going to Costco yeah, and, then and waiting in the line? Yeah, what did you get out line? of it? You got uh, <laughs> a watermelon. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's some next level shit. But again, you know, as I told you yesterday, I'm this kind of person that will return something 99 cent only if I'm not delighted. Wow. My time is worthless. All right. So... In a I mean, way, that's got to be that's got to be a long line. The return line at the ninety nine cent store. <laughs> Underutilized, really. Is there someone manning that desk? Well, no, you just go to the normal checkout. They oh, don't okay. actually have that's how they bring the savings on to you. Okay, they so don't you go, have a customer uh, service. representative. I'll take this chapstick and this trident, but you need to take back this salad strainer. Yeah, exactly. That's funny. Well, we are here in the lair of the master grifters. You could tell. Mm hmm. Uh, Money's coming in. Your money's coming in. Just sold a pair of Gap khakis. I've been trying to sell on eBay for months the other day. And they finally it's moved. Finally moved. It's rolling in. Do you try to ascertain? Do you look at the guy's or the person's profile and think, like, why did this work with this person? I try. Yeah, I look at the region of the country that they're in. You know, mm-hmm. I try and figure out that you look at their username. Right. Is it something fun? Is okay. it utilitarian? Right. So you, you kind of get in their mindset a little bit. Well, you know, I think there's some eBay stories coming up. Do you think we should get on over to the Grift Gazette? I don't know why not. I don't know why I keep saying I don't know why not. I think I might be having I a I like stroke. that. I think that could be a t-shirt too. There we of go. Of course, we had a great t-shirt last week. <laughs> I think it was, do you remember what it was? Uh, I remember it was a throwaway phrase you thought oh, would yeah, go was, well uh, on a t-shirt. I don't have to suck T-Mobile's wang. I don't have to suck T-Mobile's wang. Yeah. There we go. That could be a shirt too. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Grift, Grift Gazette. Gazette. Okay, Megan, like I said, we got an eBay story this week. I know that's your territory. Let's do it. Uh, This one's the eBay auction reseller scam. I just want to talk to you. It's a classic scam. Mm -hmm. Scammers posing as buyers convince sellers 
into shipping goods prior to receiving payment. What kind of seller would do that? Right. Have you heard about something like that? No, I, I mean, I, I know it's possible, but I've never been victimized right. in that way. I, I would doubt you could be victimized. Absolutely with this not. Stuff. Usually the fake buyer claims it's an emergency, like a child's birthday, and asks the seller to ship the same day. Mm. Then he gets it. They say the seller receives an email that appears as though it came from PayPal for the oh, payment. My. But emails like that are easy for scammers to fake. Mm-hmm. Fish it. Fish it. Gone fishing. So we're not doing that once again. That's We're not ripping off individuals. Mm-mm. But it's easy to become a victim of fraud. If I were to open up my Gmail spam right now, do you know the amount of people that are trying to scam money out of me? How many? Numerically. I mean, there's there's probably forty or fifty in there. I got I'm not hooked up to the Wi-Fi here. <laughs> I mean, there's uh, there's every kind of scam. There's you owe money because your student loans. Yeah. Uh, there's you know the Nigerian ones. Classic. Then you know there's stuff that looks like romance. You mm-hmm. know about like the romance scams. Like an adult friend finder scam kind of thing. Yeah. 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 Um, there's a YouTube channel that I discovered that actually posts pictures. Of com- that are commonly used in the romance scams. Oh, so you can look out for yeah. these people. And yeah, it's like a it's like a monthly update, so you can just click on for like May 2019, and it shows <laughs> you like what pictures there. So if some guys like you're falling in love with them, and that's his picture, it's a scam. Uh huh. I just don't know how many people know about their that website until it's too late. You know. Right. I'm pretty sure someone who thinks they're being scammed isn't thinking hard enough because they're still getting scammed. Yeah. Do you want to see some of those pictures? So you think you know who you're talking to. Most often you do not. Some real scammer faces is June 2019. Yeah, and it's just like businessman looking dudes. Uh Just like workout-y looking dudes. We got a car selfie. Yeah. We got a... That was an odd one. He was holding a phone to his ear, yet also taking a selfie with another phone. That's that's already... My red red flags are... Yeah. He's like... He wants you to think he's dishonest. Oh, but we got some stolen valor here. We got a guy in an army uniform. Hate yep. to see that. I don't, I mean, none of them are actually particularly attractive in nope. the slightest yet. Well, that guy's got some Who's getting scammed tops. by these? I guess see, they're not going after web, the, people that uh, have a lot of choices. This picture is as of a child. Wow, a lot of them are military. Th- <laughs> there's a lot of military and there's a lot of yeah. childlike looking young men. They're probably, uh, you know, looking to bang women that travel overseas. Right. This one's wearing a flower crown. I can take a plant to Costco for $27. I know I'm going to get that $27. You get some broad from Des Moines on the line. You don't know if she's going to pay out or not. So you're saying from a scamming point of view, these guys are taking a risk. They're taking a pretty big risk. Yeah. Well, a risk with their time. Right. But their intentions are bad. So they don't deserve to really succeed. No. Well, no. I mean, you know, people like us, we don't grift human beings. Right. That's unethical. Okay. So here's one. This is a restaurant scam. Oh, I'm listening. You have my attention. Okay. A wet floor sign warning customers had been knocked over at Jack's Casino in Cincinnati. Okay. Do you do a lot of gambling out there in Cincinnati? (laughs) You know, I've spent some time in Cincinnati, but I've never gambled there. (laughs) Um, An employee stepped around it, but did not bother to stand the sign up. Moments later, Linda Sadowski tripped over it, breaking a kneecap. Oh, God. Sadowski. That's a very Cincinnati last night. Sadowski. Mm-hmm. 
So she popped that kneecap. Pop Tough that. to fake, I guess, a broken kneecap. Yeah, she I already think. had it. Yeah. Uh, an Ohio jury has agreed that the casino was negligent and awarded Sadowski $3 million. Holy shit. They said that the sign was flat on the floor, but she wasn't just paying attention, but they didn't care. And they said it was a callous display of safety. <laughs> <laughs> Did they say that now? Yeah. I mean, that's, you know, that's definitely a long con. Right. You know, trying yeah. basically sacrificing your safety. Right. That's like uh, for... I'm going to jump in front of a car for the insurance yeah. money stuff. And I'm sure people have done that. What about casinos? Do you know anything about like any casino grips? I know there's a lot of people that yeah I go in and I stay and I get the buffet and there's some sure. kind of. But I feel like you know you know the, your classic one you know you go to sit at the penny slots you press the button real slow get free drinks we've all done that. Okay. That's basically all you can really get out of there. Okay. I mean the house always wins, Howard. I would think they so. say that for a reason. Yes. I don't think it's very. It's not. It's not easy at all to grift places that are designed to grift you. Yes, yes, because they have all the expertise and the experience. Absolutely, it's like going into a, a car lot and thinking you're going to beat them. Yeah, they just have too many ways to. Absolutely not. They see you coming. Yeah, got a mark. We got a mark. <laughs> <laughs> what a uh, when I the only time I've ever made a profit in Vegas is if the second I'm up I just completely quit. Walk away. Yeah. Yeah. So one time I went into a CVS. They had a slot machine in there. In the CVS. Yeah. Okay. Went up forty bucks. Said, "Okay, that's walk it. away. I'm done. That's it. That's it. Yeah. You got to know when to fold them. It's tough to do because you're going there to, to Vegas. You're going there to do Vegas. Well, I do Vegas. I just, you know, I, I people watch. Yeah, that's it. There's a lot. I don't drink. I don't gamble. I would say there's almost too much people watching there. It, it's overwhelming. Yeah. And the the rascal scooters, if you don't watch out, they'll hit you. How about that? Let's talk about that as a scam because at least once a day now in Los Angeles, I'm walking down the street mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden something whips by me and it's one of those bicycles or scooter, yeah, which are not supposed to be on the sidewalk. By law, no. So if somebody clips me and, you know, causes a bodily injury or something like that. It's funny you bring that up. What's your recourse? I mean, if it's some kid, he's just going to jump back on the scooter and uh -huh. take off. Like, yeah. They're leaving people up for, like, injury, but with no recourse at all. Exactly. Yeah, because they're going to ride away. And then if you go and you try and sue Bird or something, for example, you're not going to win. Right. Seems like. I mean, I know this has happened frequently, but I think that they have, you know, some serious muscle behind them. I'll bet. Protecting I mean, them. It's a game of inches. I mean, if for some reason I just cut right right as he's about to pass me mm -hmm. he slams into me doing pretty good speed they can go up to 15 miles an hour boom boom well I, at least you know i know definitely because i've read all the terms of service for bird and lime and all of those if you the operator are injured on one of those scooters you waive the right to sue them just by using it wow in their, you know, Iliad-length terms you know, and conditions. Think of the amount of power, first of all, to just drop these on an unsuspecting city. Yeah. But then also to be able to finagle it so that if anyone happens to get hurt, you're not in trouble. Oh, yeah. And they also, Bird successfully lobbied uh, the California legislator to get rid of the helmet law for people uh, over 18. That's just, it just has to be nothing but money that would change their minds, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, because they have all this venture capital money. 
And that's a grift in and of itself, baby. Venture capital? Yeah. Shit. Because these, I mean, the scooter companies are valued in the billions of dollars, but they're not actually generating a profit, and they never will. They, they never- lose money for each mile. Well, why? What? Well, well, what's then? Why? What's? What's? Why are people going to invest? No one's going to invest because it's venture capital money. It's not uh, privately or publicly traded. Why? Why would the venture capitalists do it? Because they gave them the right song and dance that made them think that this is the future of transportation. So that the, is, grifting the venture capitalists. Now that's a sick grift. So do you think that's what the ultimate grift is? Grifting venture capitalists? No, yes. Like of of the lime scooters and the bird scooters. Oh yeah, I mean they're just trying to get suck as much money out of it as possible before they bone out. Because uh, there's no way to make this profitable. So you think they're going to disappear? Yeah. Just as quickly as they appeared. But they don't really take a lot of maintenance. Couldn't they just still be out there? I mean, they'll probably abandon them at one point. I can tell you. So in uh, Escondido by San Diego. Right. The town. Hidden gang. (laughs) The town outlawed them. And so um, the police department, uh, what do you call it when you you take merchandise? Oh, confiscate. Yeah. So they confiscate or no, they impounded them. The city itself impounded them. Um, and then went to Bird, like, do you want to pick up your scooters? And they said, just just destroy them. We don't need them back. They don't even want to get them back. Like, we paying to get them back is not worth our money. Yep. Because they, did they have an unending supply of them from the yep. factory? Well, they have an unending supply of money from all this venture capital. Oh, even yes. though they're not making money. Right. With their service itself. They're losing, they're actively losing money with each day that passes. Could that also be a ploy to say, hey, police forces across the nation there's no incentive to impound these because we're not going to pay you a cent for them that could also yeah that might be part of their master plan well you're thinking like them howard i like that i am you know what i feel like i'm thinking like you i mean this (laughs) is i mean this is why when they say criminals go to jail they become better criminals right this is these are the exact conversations that caused that to happen in uh portland there's a guy going around just chucking them into the river Oh, yeah. People all over chucking them into rivers, throwing yeah. them off overpasses. They're oh, finding yeah. tons of them around. Mm-hmm. Uh, interesting to me, like, for instance, like Pokemon, you know, the what was it called? Pokemon Go. Yeah. That was just that came and went really fast. Yeah. I didn't understand that this was kind of a like a similar ploy, like we're in kind of a small window. Mm-hmm. Because I wonder even like for the city, do they see it as a help like? This is low-cost transportation. This is going to help. The, That's uh, how the companies are pitching it to the cities. Yeah. Right. I was saying, and I said it at Squat Belt, to me, the main difference is now that troublemakers are more mobile. Mm-hmm. Oh, you mean like they can uh, steal your iPhone out of your hand while they're riding down the street on yeah. a 15-mile-an-hour scooter? But, you know, the scooter, now we're talking about the scooters. The reason why, you know, they just come out of nowhere, it's a fad. And if you want a grift... You got to get into fads, too. Right. That's a way to grift. Right. You know, hot product, very small window, milk as much out of it as possible. I mean, how much do you think people made on those fidget spinners? Oh, God, they must have made a ton. Think of how much money people made on fucking fidget spinners. And how Howard. easy they are to make. Yeah. Everybody wants them for a month, and then it's over. Mm-hmm. Well, if you go into the fidget spinner game and you're late to market, you get some glitch. You're going to eat all that merch. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder what will happen or what the, for instance, you could recycle, you know, cups or whatever, glass for five cents or something. Yeah. Like, how are people going to... Recycle 
Fidget spinners? Or no, not fidget spinners. Going back to the scooters and stuff. Like, don't you think they'll just be people will just take them for personal use? Yeah, I mean, once like, the sort of grid that controls them goes down and they're no longer GPS tracked, theoretically. And people jailbreak them. Yeah, people do that, still do that now, because yeah. it's very easy to jailbreak them. Oh, so then, you know, that's probably where you'll see them in 10 years. Like, oh, that was an old Lime scooter, and mm-hmm. now I just use it to go to the market and back. Oh, yeah. I mean, you can, yeah, you can do that now. There's, there's YouTube videos. All you have to do is just buy, like, a $40 part on eBay, okay. take out its brain, put a new one in. You have your own scooter. And you just got to be suspect of a business that vulnerable that you could just for 40 bucks steal their product. I think that's a testament to how little they care about anything other than trying to, again, milk this venture capital money. Amazing. We're going to see documentaries on it and stuff, aren't we? (laughs) Like, you know, like the uh, the SNL scandal. We should. I mean, it's fat. It's morbidly fascinating. Not SNL, of course. No. Yeah. Well... I loved checking out the Grift Gazette t- this week's edition with you, man. <laughs> hey, same. And we'll be right back with Grift, Grift Mill. Mill. We're back with Griff Mill. I'm Howard Mike Kramer. And I'm Megan Keister. And these are stories in the news uh, where we can maybe help you find the scam. Let's try and figure it out. Let's get to the bottom of it. Let's use our brains. You were just talking about quick trends. Something, You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Trending. This one, I'm not sure. I couldn't think of any way to make money off this, but let's bring it to the master grifter. Okay. What about this bottle cap challenge that's going on right now? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> how can one make money off the bottle cap challenge yeah, it's a tough one huh i mean this it's not fidget spinners but what if you could sell people something that made the bottom of their sneaker more mm. adhesive or something okay my mind immediately went to create a fake charity okay. a la ice bucket challenge uh-huh. and then have the somehow have the bottle cap thing right. give money to your bogus charity right that's actually just you you know, yes, going to Acapulco. So every time somebody does their sideways back spinning kick on a bottle, <laughs> they're sending you on a trip. Then, yeah, exactly. For each kick, you get a trip. How about what if it was uh, special bottle caps? Mm, so kind of like a pog thing. Yeah. Right. Like a fun bottle. Ca- like maybe you could put, you know, uh, uh, you know, like a like spikes on a bottle cap. Right. You know, something cool like that. Maybe you put, here's what you do. You take all your old fidget spinners because you've invested too late. Put that on the bottle cap. Oh, wait. Make the bottle cap kind of like a hovercraft thing. Oh, so then when you kick it, you're spinning the fidget spinner. Mm-hmm. We might have just invented a whole new trend right there. What do you call it? Um, Well, it'd be the fidget spinner kick challenge. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to need to condense. Okay, so fidget spin kick cha. Fidget spin kick cha. Hashtag Fishman Kick Check. Yeah. Maybe we'll set that one aside. Doesn't look like a great bet at us making money on that one. Not yet. Not yet. Going to have to go back to the lab with that. But I love the exercise. This is how grifters work. You got to, you got to, you know, Sometimes, challenge yeah, yourself. Exactly. It doesn't all just come to you. Sometimes you really have to think it through. Well, we've had earthquakes here in L.A. this past week. Of yeah. course, uh, 
threatening Grift Horse itself. That could have been our one and only episode. <laughs> we got buried in rubble over here. Uh, earthquakes. I can already tell you. I already see it happening. Okay. Here's how the grift works. Artisanal earthquake supply kits. Oh, my God. This now is good. more than ever. I oh mean, you God, know, after good. everybody's scared because it just happened. Yes. I've been saying a lot of like, you're still buying the same fucking two cent uh silver blanket thing you know right. you know, like the retain and you know in the same ten dollar ten cent jug of water right you just put nice uh, graphic design on it yes and people are going to pay hundreds of dollars yes for it. also because it purports to have everything you need mm-hmm. so you have to you don't have to think about it yeah exactly and it also kind of romanticizes the idea of we'll be loose in this disaster but we're going to look you know twee and we're gonna look exactly it'd cool. be like if a earthquake happened in a wes anderson movie yes well that's so, brilliant i guess you sell those we start selling those right away yeah that was a great time we should probably start a squarespace website or something like that asap what about think about this one food delivery mm-hmm. is gonna be so you know what i mean like when uber's rates go up to the sky during a really busy time yeah Food delivery will literally be people will be willing to pay you hundreds and thousands of dollars to bring food to their house. You think people are still going to be postmating shit when the big one hits? Well, here's what I think. It's like postmates will go down. They won't be able to handle it. But if you could organize to be mercenary food delivery. Uh huh. Uh huh. um, As long as you didn't get killed. I mean, (laughs) I mean, let's face it. When the grid is down, the grid's down. The grid's down and law and order fails. Your best bet is to definitely try to leave. I do think about that all the time. Well, I think about how people have become so reliant on shit like Postmates and Grubhub and all that garbage because, you know, they're just sitting at home binging fucking Handmaid's Tale until they die. Yes. When the big one hits, they're not going to have anything on hand. No, not prepared at all. Exactly. I've often thought about it too because I get this protein powder delivered. Yeah. And it comes once a month. I use it all month. If the earthquake comes... The day after my protein powder got delivered. You're fine. I could be up there for a month as long as I had water. Mm-hmm. If it comes like the day before it gets delivered, then I'm like one of these other people taken to the streets to try to fight for supplies. <laughs> I mean, that that would get ugly so fast. Right. So to me, I stocked up. I bought extra cliff bars. Uh-huh. Smart. Ex- extra crystal geyser water jugs. Yep. And I got them in my summer shrine at my house. It's a special summer spot. But <laughs> even when I looked at it, I was like, that's a couple days. Right. Like, I gotta, I would I would want to have a week. I need more jugs, to be sure. I only got two jugs up in this bitch. Interesting, right? Two chuggers. That's it, boy. I mean, and it's like. I'm getting some, thirsty just thinking about when it. When some neighbor is dying of thirst and they knock on the door and you're like, I only got the one crystal geyser left. I mean, you start finding out real fast some Twilight Zone stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, right. that the, the thing is, there's no excuse not to have more. They're 89 cents each. Yes, but it's like that's a, it's it's tough for us to teach those moral grift horse lessons when someone's like dying on the other side of the front <laughs> door. That's true. Should have listened to grift horse, man. That's why we're teaching the lessons now. Yeah. Go down, you know. Hey, even go to Vons. I hate I hate to say that, but go wherever you can. Those chuggers are cheap as hell. Right. I was thinking about this, the other, you know, I went to Costco yesterday, as we've already discussed, and all everyone's cart was just full of so many individual sized bottles of water. Talk about flushing 
your money away. Mm-hmm. It's ins- I'm a tap water gal. I don't know about you. No, I, I've, I've, all the reports I get every year, it's like drink the tap water. I trust the tap. But it's still a lot of, you, you know, here's a scam in and of itself. When you look at a bottle of water and it's not actually from like a glacial source, let's say it says it's from a municipal source, it's just fucking tap water. That's it. They're charging you for tap water. Yes, they package tap water. Mm-hmm. Crystal geyser, I don't know what's up with that. Crystal geyser is fine because it's from a fucking mountaintop or whatever. Yeah. It's pure. Uh, I wonder if, like, if cracks open in the earth and valuable stuff falls down there. Mm Mm-hmm. Is that up for grabs? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think so. So mountain climbers, repellers, guys who are doing those rock walls at REI. Yeah. Those guys will have a leg up. They will definitely have an advantage when the grid goes down, when the big one hits. Scale down there, get all the vape pens. Mm Mm-hmm. Whatever else. (laughs) Whatever fell down there. That's a tough one, too. But we, I think we did make some money off that one. Let me throw this one at you. Okay. Uh, congratulations to our two-time back-to-back Women's World Cup team. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, the merchandising going on there with the jerseys. Sure. They were, you know, chanting at the end of it. They have fully tied in the women's soccer team with a lot of the feminist movements that mm-hmm. are going on right now. Mm-hmm. How do you grift that, is what you're asking. Yeah. Well, let me answer your question with something you know well, T-shirts. Yes. These women are trending. Take a picture you don't legally own, put it on a fucking T-shirt with a Yas Queen or whatever. Yas Queen. You know, boom. There you go. License to print money. Two-time champions, batch. Yeah, there you go. So what, you have to be pretty good at uh, ad targeting to, like, how, how, why is someone going to buy that one? Uh, yeah, I guess it has to be, you know, buying Facebook ads and shit. Right. But this, again, it's another trend thing. You got to be in, you got to get in quick, you got to get out quick. Right. You got to get in before everyone's there, you got to get out before everyone leaves. Otherwise, you might have merch just sitting around. Absolutely. Well, yeah, especially with any championship team. You got that one week to really sell it all out. I would say it's already, I mean, TikTok on this one. It's already losing trendability here. Well, let's let's discuss it right here at Grift Horse. Is there a is there a Teespring shirt I could toss up? Right now? I think you just had a great what, two-time champions batch? Batch? What would you say? Oh, two-time champions batch. 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 So like what like a B I O T C H kind of thing maybe? I'm just wondering Or maybe though, draw it out. Well, yeah, now I'm committing to Facebook ads and Mhm. Is there an angle? Is there an, well, I feel like in this instance, it's kind of like a traditional thing, you know. Right. Facebook has become the traditional way to sell trendy merchandise or Instagram targeted ads. Targeted ads. I have a friend who is in the like DJ promotion business. Yeah. And he said, you know, for most of our lives, the way that all worked is you had to be in the know. This guy's playing here. This guy's playing there. But because of Instagram, it's just all solely on the phone now. So it's Mm -hmm. just. Whatever the cleanest meme is, whatever the cleanest, <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Just like that. It has nothing to do with any of that old stuff. It's just kids look on the phone and if it looks good and it cuts through, that's where they're going. Okay. Well, then there you go. Okay. So again, this is long. Well, now this is long con, but for any sort of future trendy thing you want to make shirts for, first start with a clean meme account, you know, right. get a meme account popping, right. make yourself your own fuck Jerry. Right. You know, then get all those followers. And the next thing you know. You lull them in with the content. Then you start selling them the stuff. 
Right. Suck them in. The two-time champion Biatch shirts Biatch. and whatnot. Should sell fuck Jerry shirts. Why not? Fuck him. Fuck them. Fuck them, I should say. It's like those guys still are walking around somewhere. You yeah. know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Because there's, you know, there's still children with phones. And as long as there are, where you're going to have your fat Jerry's. You're going to have your fat Jewishes. Because they, they don't follow the rules. They just, they just grab. <laughs> they just grab and take. Smash and grab. Yeah, yeah. And they cultivate their little audience who doesn't care. No. Um, those are some interesting stories. <laughs> <laughs> that seemed very sincere, and I appreciate your sincerity. Uh, well, I was—I mean, look—I—I I just like finding new stuff and trying to try and work it. it out. Work it out. Why not? Because yeah. you know what—you only need one good idea, and when you get it, you—you you act on it. And also, never forget, your brain is a muscle. Right. You don't work it; it's going to atrophy. Right, and we know that with stand-up. Right, we mm-hmm. know that with everything. Uh, we are going to be doing a squat melt tonight, and Megan is going to be there. Yeah. Um, so if you're in L.A., come to squat melt. No one's listening to this live, Howard. Good point. I'm going to have to erase that. <laughs> That's my hundredth cut. Megan, I enjoyed speaking with you about those grifts, and we'll be right back with grift. Grift. Grab, Grab bag. bag. Yeah. We're back. I'm Howard Mike Kramer. And I'm Megan Beth Carster. You know, I want to know from you this week some Amazon stuff. Sure. I got some questions for you. You got some questions for You've already, you've, oh, I'm sorry. You've compiled a list of questions about Amazon. Well, I kind of just have one question. Okay. It's about that honey thing. What honey thing? It's like there's a thing called honey that supposedly gives you all the discounts. What's Honey. Um, I don't know. It's just I saw ad like they, they keep like trying to seg me over to honey where it's like they automatically find out if there's a coupon mm, for you. They automatically apply the promo code. Yeah. Okay. That sounds pretty good, right? Sure. Theoretically. Okay. But how do I know that they're getting the best code for me? How do I know that they're not just pairing with this corporation that I'm buying shit from? Right. To actually, honestly, fuck me a little bit. Yes. Maybe if I went out of my way. And went to Retail Me Not or one of these other sites, looked up their promo codes, I would be benefiting more. I think you're right. And did you see that they printed a list of all the companies that Amazon owns? I did not see that. But it I'm sure the, it numbers fa- in the thousands. Yeah. It was just air, all these clothing lines and mm-hmm. all this stuff. So it's you, impossible to do anything now without it being touched by the paw, by the monkey's paw of Amazon. It was Amazon. That, that, that rabid monkey's paw. <laughs> Bezos. Do you know the name of Amazon when it started? It wasn't Amazon? Cadabra. Cadabra. Which makes way more sense, I think. Well, now considering it shows up quick. Cadabra. Yeah. Abracadabra. <laughs> What's Amazon? It's like sounds like Abracadabra. Like why did why did they go Amazon? I don't know. I mean I guess maybe they could pivot back. Maybe throwback some. stuff is trending where they brought back new Coke. Or whatever. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know. So you're saying like a cadaver shirt would be cool or something like that. Exactly. That's another. We got another Teespring idea. Boom. Cadabra. Cadabra. Were you with mm-hmm. Amazon from Jump, or are you one of these fucking you know pretenders who just joined Prime last month? Uh, I'm not a last monther, but I 
I I resisted for a while just because I was like, I don't want to be in business with those people. But now, you know, I'm in, I'm on it like everybody. Oh yeah. Can't avoid it. Um I did Bring over. You had requested that I bring over my Bitcoin wallet so we could see what my investment was up to. I appreciate you looking that up, yeah. And I do have it right here. Turns out uh, I got my blockchain wallet, and it says (laughs) that I have $295.12 worth of Bitcoin. So you turned that $20, initial $20 investment into $292. It may be as much as $70. Here's why. Because I looked at my transactions. Okay. Um, why isn't it coming up now? 70 is less impressive than 20. But here's the deal. The 20 is what most of it was. Mm-hmm. And then after it had made a big move, I think I threw in another 40 or 50. Okay. Which was kind of like didn't do much except uh, it just didn't. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it isn't as impressive. But I, I mean, that return, you know, on that investment, though, pretty high. It's pretty good. Yeah. What, where are you going to keep riding it out? Or are you going to cash out? Uh, you know what? I think I'm going to keep riding it because cashing it out, it's like I'll spend it on something or whatever. Yeah. But I like the idea of being able to follow along. And even if it's not just that pure $20 investment, just to kind of see where it goes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, perhaps one day uh, a grandchild will show up at my door. <laughs> I'll say, you know what? You can have these action figures or this Bitcoin. <laughs> Pick one and get out of here. <laughs> I got the spam in my Gmail. Do you want to oh, see boy. my Gmail spams? Yeah. Okay, we'll do that first. Spam. spam. 172. Okay. Business deal. Kiss emoji. Dragon Boy Sway, don't ruin your summer. Keep your house cool with $50 off. Why would they ever think that Dragon Boy Sway would ruin his summer? <laughs> have a summer. Dude, dude. It's very clear How they have no idea who they're talking dare to. dare you. 50 bucks you're going to save my summer? I don't think so. <laughs> also, why would they think Dragon Boy Suede is your Christian name? One word. And also, most people know not to mix Dragon Boy Suede and have a summer. They're two different things. Right, exactly. Two different brands. Um, you see any? Uh, there's more here. Look at this one. Um, your request to be removed from our adult mailing list is pending. It's pending. They just need one more thing. I don't even want to click on it. Okay. They think that I'm very scared about somebody finding out that... That you were on a undisclosed adult mailing list in the past at some indeterminate point. IRS Fresh Start Initiative Program. Where's that Start one? that before it expires. Dragon Boy Suede. Oh, yeah. Again, implying that you file your taxes as Dragon Boy Suede. As a dumb white comedic rapper <laughs> whose demographic is boys between the age of 15 and 15 and a half. Mm-hmm. Here's, I mean, this one, we might want to follow up on this one. The Reverend? Oh, no, which one? Hello. Hi, I am Andrew. Please, can I talk to you? (laughs) That's the whole email. I wonder if that's not a uh, scam. That might just be someone who needs my help. (laughs) Shout out to Andrew Reardon. I hope it's getting better for you out there. Okay. How about this one? It's from a reverend, and he says, Good day. We have finally succeeded in getting your package worthy of $7.5 million. See, that's the thing I don't understand with these people trying these scams. That is an impossible amount of money. You want somebody to email back, say, hey, uh, you know, uh, your aunt died that you don't know, and she left you $54,000. Yes. Doesn't seem like much, really, right. in the grand scheme of things, but I jumped through some hoops to get $54,000 I didn't know I had. Well, 
But fifty four thousand maybe doesn't seem like a game changer to someone who's who's real desperate. But it seems more plausible. Absolutely. Than seven point nine million. I'd say if, when you're opening with seven point nine million, you've but, already lost. But I'm wondering if greed is part of the. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. He, they need really greedy people to suck into these things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it's interesting because they they still do that big number. There's got to be a reason, unless I've, they're just shitty at it. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's a bunch of that stuff. Protect your IRA and 401k all over the place. The implication being that you have one of those. Good point. That's that's. I'm laughing just thinking about that. The idea of you having a 401k. Yeah, seriously. What would I do with one of those? <laughs> I was uh, a security guard at State Farm Insurance for a couple of weeks in Austin, Texas. Okay. And I used to go over to the credit union and just be like, oh, yeah, they like... Everybody's like doing life as you're supposed to. They're working these jobs mm-hmm. and they're doing their 401k. And I'm like, what am I doing? I'm not doing any of that, you know? Yeah. And I'm a security guard here. <laughs> like what? Like. But somebody's got to secure the perimeter, you know? I wouldn't say your job's any less important than those people. Well, I would say it was based on what they paid me to do it. Sure. But I'm just saying like. It was a weird thing, like when you go off the grid or, or kind of like in the direction we're going. Yeah. There's 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 moments. There's forks in the road. When you when question you yeah. everything. Mm-hmm. I was getting the kind of looks waiting in line with that dead fern at Costco. Yeah. Like well, like an existential, what am I doing right. kind of thing. Like read the signpost. What's going on here? But you just got to push through that self-doubt. I think so. Especially when it's a, like that's just one episode in your grifting career. Yeah. Yeah. And a pretty nominal one at that. I mean, when I used to do the return fraud thing, I'd get hundreds of dollars a day. We're just talking about $27. And in this instance, I think we could establish I was in the right. I did everything I could to try and save this plant. (laughs) You know, six months is a long time. Yeah. That's two thirds of a human gestation period. Was it fully dead? There were two little crunchy little baby... Uh, leaves on it left. So technically, you kept it alive for them for six months. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. Who knows it. where it is now? Maybe they're rehabilitating it now. Maybe it's already planted and enjoying itself. <laughs> uh, here's one that I always enjoy. I have a new device sign-in on my Hulu account. Have I told you about this? I have never heard of this one. Okay, so a lot of people just sign into my Hulu account. Yeah. And I kind of just like, it's a goof to me. I don't really give a shit. Why would you give? Why would you give a shit? So yeah, this guy's in whatever that is, Bandung JB. I mean, <laughs> I'm not. I'm, I'm assuming it's a different hemisphere. Sure. And so he watched whatever he watched, He's a little a Stranger droid. Things season three. Yeah. And uh, now I'll pull him off. Watch. Now I go into my Hulu, log in. Uh-huh. And. How are, I mean, I want to get into that. How do I find someone else's yeah, account they, information and log my into password. their... See, now he may, may be right now in the middle of the last episode. He's got 10 minutes more to watch. He just did it. Okay. So, so now I remove him. Pop. He's out. Wow. It's just that easy. It's just that easy. But somebody new will be back then there in a couple of days. But I paused my subscription. Hulu allows you to pause it. So I... I don't know if these guys, each time they log on or like. What do you mean you paused it? So you don't pay while it's paused? Yeah, like you can pause it up to like 10 months. Really? Yeah. Well, then what? So could you just theoretically pause it every day you don't use it and then you get that amount back? Say that again. So let's say, how much is it a month? 
Oh, like eleven ninety nine. Eleven ninety nine a month. What if every day I didn't watch it, I had it paused, and I did that for half the days in the month? Would I only owe them half of eleven ninety nine? Would I only owe them six dollars? No, I don't think so. Because what they would do is they pause your subscription. Uh, you know, until you re up it. Hmm. So once you re up it, they'd probably just give you a new billing cycle of a month. Oh, okay. So there's no way to actually yeah. milk that. All right. But I could be getting this. I mean, Sp- Spotify and Hulu are together. So I could just go to Spotify and get Hulu free. Well, I, I mean, I told you I already got that Spotify thing going. I got that bootleg version of Spotify downloaded yeah, yeah. on my phone. Yeah. Free. I love that. I need to get on that. <laughs> there you go, gang. I want to remind you to check out Kiss My Griffs. That's our bonus content um patreon only you can sign up over there at patreon.com slash grift horse grift horse pod at gmail.com you have any questions you want to i don't know give some recommendations to us other listeners you have any questions about how you could maybe turn a situation that's fallen into your lap into money Yes. Let's talk. Let's dance. Let's talk. I mean, you've heard, Megan, you've heard the brain of the master grifter. Mm-hmm. I'd love to be able to throw some stuff at peop- that people send to us. And I can deflect and absorb everything. And you can probably give people the power and inspiration to push through some of the obstacles that they would hit. And there's a lot. I mean, again, we were talking about self-doubt. That'll get you sometimes mm-hmm. when you're driving across town to pick up some toner from a guy on Craigslist to flip it on eBay. You're thinking, what am I doing? I went to college. Right. But you know why you're doing it? Because the only people that care about the fact that you went to college are the people that own your college loan debt. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yes. We got to keep dancing. We got to keep hustling. We got to keep grinding. All right. Because you got grifted by those student loans. You got to go out and grift. Yep. I'm a victim of fucking society, Howard. I see that. (laughs) (laughs) And we'll see you right here on the next... Grift Horse.